the Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show, Melbourne's Gold 104.3. Time for this week's Five Topic Tuesday, where we run five phone-ins at the same time. All right, the, uh, the topics this morning. As always, listen out for these. If you've got anything for them, give us a call. Jump on board. 94141043. You're the star to the next hour and your awesome stories. First up, drinking with the stars. Have you ever had a drink with someone famous? If you did, before we even know, uh, before we want to know who the famous person is, what were you drinking and who was it with? Drinking with the stars. Jack stumbled into this yesterday. Hard rubbish. Treasures. Treasures were the words you used yesterday, Jack Post. Treasures is what we want to know. Have you found any amongst all that hard rubbish that is all over out the front lawn of uh, Melbourne? What do they always say to you, always say to you, when they hear your name? You might have a name of a celebrity. You might have a surname like Farnham that every time, say you're Neil Farnham, and every time you call up anywhere, they're always like, oh, any relation? So what do they always say to you when they hear your name? Scar Wars. What's the scar? How do you get it? I think if you've got a scar, you'll have a story about it. And I'm looking forward to these. Grandparents' claim to fame. Now, the reason we're doing this one comes from our uh, youngest member of the team, Rio. On Friday's show, we're saying how I wanted a sandwich maker to buy a sandwich maker for the team. And he casually drops in that his granddad, Emerson Lake and Palmer, wherever he said it was, <laughs> made the very first one. He invented a jaffle, yes. is what he said. Yeah. Is this right, Rio? Yes, he invented the Jaffel Iron, the king of toasted sandwich makers. And what's, the, what's his full name? Emerson Lake and Palmer. Dr. Ernest Smithers. Dr. Ernest Smithers. Come on. Any relation to the great Mr. Smithers? Yes, a descendant of Wayland. Well, it's the monkey Smithers. What era did he invent the Jaffel Iron? In the 1930s, I think, or 1940s. If you had a granddad who invent that, you'd know who it was. Come on, Rio. Don't rock up here from Sydney with big claims like that. 1949. <laughs> <laughs> they closed the war. So how do you know this then? Obviously, it's a big part of your family's history. Was he an inventor? Did he work for someone? or? Yeah, he was. He's a bit of an eccentric dude. He invented the surfer plane, which is like a boogie inflatable boogie board. The true slice bread knife, which was like a, I don't know, bread knife of some kind. He's um, a one-man yeah. hit machine, isn't <laughs> what, he? Uh, what's the bread knife called? The true slice bread knife, and it would like cut bread to certain sizes. Yeah, that was on the KTEL ads. Remember those? Oh, God, those <laughs> adverts, yeah. So, what happened to that knife? It's not really in popular <laughs> existence right now. Obviously, sandwich makers are everywhere all over the world, but obviously, the, the bread knife never really took off. I haven't followed the history of bread knife since, so I can't add much to that. Sorry. All right. So, okay, that's the kind of stories you're looking for. Your grandparents' claim to fame. So, the five stories today on uh, Five to a Tuesday are drinking with the stars. Have you had a drink with hard rubbish treasures? Have you found any? What do they always say to you when they hear your name? Grandparents claim to fame. Can be your nan or granddad. What's their claim to fame? And Scar Wars. What's your story to do with your scar? There you go. Give us a call. 94141043. The Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show. Melbourne's Gold 104.3. Five Topic Tuesday. We do this every week. Five phone-ins running at the same time. You can handle it. Uh, if you've uh, got a story about any of these, give us a call. We love hearing your stories. 94141043. Scar Wars. Have you got a scar? Uh, what happened? Uh, grandparents claim to fame. Have you got a nan and granddad who've got a great claim to fame? What's your story? 
What do they always say to you when they hear your name? Have you got one of those names, either your full name or a surname, where it always gets exactly the same comment? Uh, we want to hear about it. What treasures have you found uh, and, uh, out, out the front of somebody's house for hard rubbish and drinking with the stars? Did you have a drink with them, or what were you drinking? Uh, Karen Christian used to work at a nightclub in Ballarat called The Power Station, and John Farnham was playing there. My parents and I worked in the kitchen. Uh, Fonzie sat in the kitchen with us on his breaks and had a cup of tea with us. He was a very nice man. He does Lovely. seem like the kind of guy who'd <laughs> yes. have a cup of tea yeah, between... With, yeah, you and, your, you and your, your, your mom and dad in the kitchen. That's great. <laughs> this guy, I, I, I didn't want to share the story myself. We wanted to try and get him on air, but unfortunately he's told us he can't speak. He's not on a smoko until 9.20am. Uh, this is a great story there about hard rubbish and treasures you found. Found a set of pristine golf clubs at Hard Rubbish, which I was very happy with. A week later, saw notice in the local paper asking if anyone had seen the exact same set of clubs. Turns out the guy had just come back from a round of golf, put it next to his pile of rubbish, <laughs> took something inside, come back, bloody gone! So I took them back, said sorry, and he gave me 100 bucks for being honest. Aww. What a great story. Luke McCarthy. Not free until 9.20s when he's on a smoko then. Uh, Christian, I found a complete working hi-fi system. Speaker, CD, turntable, amp, tuner. Had it valued for insurance about six months later. It was worth $3,000. Amazing. Wow. All right, let's go to lines then. We've got Stella on the line. Good morning, Stella. Good morning, Christian. Stella, welcome to the show. Thanks for calling. Five Topic Tuesday. Which one are you calling in about, mate? Oh, obviously my name, Christian. Come on. Every time I meet someone, they have to do the knee bends. They have to do the mowing. Stella! Hey, Stella! <laughs> oh, my God. And I just stand there with a straight face going, yep, that's new. That's really new. <laughs> first time. You're the first person ever to do it. Hey, Stella! Oh, great movie, by the way. Fantastic movie, but yeah. really, really, get old. <laughs> Have you ever thought about changing your name? No, are you serious? My mum would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stella, thanks very much for giving us a call. Thank Have you. a good day. See you later, mate. Thank bye. You, bye. Bye. Jacob. Yes, good day. Hello, Jacob. So you got one this morning about drinking with the stars. Who do you have a drink with? I had a drink with Tom Felton, who is the actor who plays Draco Malfoy on Harry Potter. Oh, that's a great wow. one. Great movies, and he was terrifying in them. The hair and uh, who was the footy player last year who changed his colour of his hair and <laughs> oh, looked yeah, like him? Uh, Matt Guelphie. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. <laughs> where, where was this? It was down on Phillip Island. Me and a mate went down to the pub and uh, walked in, and there he is playing pool with his brother. So we went up, said good day, bought a couple of jugs of beer, and. We ended up having a massive night with him, uh, with uh, Malfoy and his brother. And, um, yeah, we had lots of beers, lots of shots, and it was unreal. I can easily imagine this, right? His brother, I know. The only reason is his brother, big tall guy, isn't he? He was yeah. high plumber for eight years. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. And his, uh, his his brother, when he obviously started to earn some decent money, his, mm. his, uh, his, his big brother, who you obviously met with drinking with, is a lovely guy. He was yeah. in a uh, plumbing business with another guy. And his, uh, his brother, because obviously his career was doing well, brought the other guy out and gave his brother the business. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah, and he used to, uh, you see him like two or three times a year. Really, really good guy. Uh, I bet that was a great night with them. It was a massive night. I ended up getting kicked out because uh, I had too many shots with uh, with Malfoy. But don't forget, <laughs> he, he's a master of the dark arts. You know, those shots, they're easy for him, you know. He can, yeah, uh, a magic no, potion or two, you know. 
Yeah, he's a cheeky boy. It was good fun. I did hold out with doing any Harry Potter references until I did have a few too many, and we were uh, at the urinal together, and I may have just gone, one's out, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) If you are going to use one, that's the right place to do it as well. (laughs) Look, I thought so. He looked at me, and he smiled and just uh, called me a name, which is uh, pretty funny. (laughs) Ah, Brilliant. Jacob, good one. Thanks for sharing that this morning, mate. Have a good day. No worries, guys. Enjoy. Uh, Peter. Uh, morning, Christian. How are you going? I'm good now. Uh, Peter, you got one for drinking with the stars. Yeah, it's a bit of a urinal morning, uh, I think, because uh, I was having a drink with uh, Mick Jagger uh, in the bar when he was making the movie uh, Ned Kelly uh, in 1969. And um, I'd run previously to you to tell me about meeting him in the toilet. But now, I remember, the, Peter, um, I remember yeah. this was quite early when we started last year. You were kind enough because it was a great story that you told. And I think yeah. the story was Jagger had hurt his hand and you had That's to help right. him go to the toilet. Right. Do you remember? <laughs> it's one of those stories exactly. we, didn't, we didn't quite believe you, I no, think. but it was a great <laughs> story. And you had to get yeah. the, uh, the, you had to help him go to the toilet at the arrival. Yeah. Yeah, well, he'd, he'd hurt his hand. Uh, he was firing a, a gun and it backfired and burned his hand. So when he went to the toilet, he asked me to undo his fly and uh, uh, undid his fly for him. And he did his business. And then he asked me to do it back up again. And uh, then we went back to the bar and he bought beers for everybody for the whole afternoon. Oh, brilliant. Peter, thank you very much. You called. Nice to know you're still listening to the show as well. Thank you. No, no worries, mate. Cheers. The Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show. Melbourne's Gold 104.3. My phone-ins are running right now. Drinking with the stars. We've had about uh, a drinking session. All night drinking session. Shots with Draco Malfoy. What treasures have you found out at uh, Hard Rubbish? What do they always say, like Stella that we just had on, when they hear your name? What's the same thing people always say to you when they hear your name? Have you got a nan or granddad who've got a uh, claim to fame? Uh, what's your story about the scar you've got? Scar Wars. 94141043. Uh, let's take some more calls now. Uh, we've got here Sharon. Good morning, Sharon. Good morning. Sharon, which one are you calling in about? Uh, the grandfather, grandparents' claim to fame. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, which one is it? Nan or granddad? My great-grandfather, actually. Yes. Yeah, Stanley Lee Clapton. He was in World War Two fighting in Papua New Guinea where he carried out the late Fletcher Jones over his shoulder who was injured and saved his life. Um, basically, they became very good friends after that and then went on to start a business together in the back of a caravan called Fletcher and Clapton, where they sold drapery and clothing and things, travelling around. Um, when my great-grandmother became pregnant, she decided, yeah, my great-grandfather decided he'd better go and get a real job and went back to Mansfield and worked in a sawmill and Fletcher Jones went on to become the man he is today. Well, the man that he was. Yeah, huge. He had passed away. Now, wasn't yeah. Fletcher Jones from Bendigo, I think, originally? Wasn't he born in Bendigo? I- I believe so. I'm not 100% on all of those finer details. But, yeah, so it's Amazing a pretty story. proud family history. Yeah. yeah, you should be. Actually carried him out of the jungle. Yes, yes. He oh, was wounded incredible. and he was saved by my great-grandfather, which is pretty amazing mm. in itself. Um, but then, yeah, they did go on to begin a business. There is a book about it, actually. Fletch Jones called it Not By Myself. 
and there's a huge section about my great grandfather in it. Oh. And um, yeah, so it's a pretty yeah, pretty something we're all pretty proud of. How nice as well for uh, you and all your family that you've got it in print as well. That you uh, it gave some uh, of the book and uh, dedicated to what your uh, great grandfather did, saved his life. For sure, for sure, definitely. We do have the book in the family, and it is quite treasured. So yeah, no, we're. Pretty happy with that story. That's a great one. Sharon, thank you very much for calling up. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Uh, Deborah. Deborah? Hello? Ah, yes. Deborah. <laughs> yes. Deborah. Okay, so you've got a, another one then. Uh, grandparents' claim to fame. What's yours? Absolutely. My grandfather, Johan Reichelt, um, he and his brother invented the combine harvester, or basically what they called it, the combine cultivator and twin seed and fertiliser sowing implement. Um, now, he um, filed for a patent on that on February the 9th, 1920, but um, some people came along from a bigger company. I have a feeling it might have been Massey Ferguson. Massey Ferguson, or, yeah, one of the world's Massey. biggest uh, combine harvester manufacturers, or John Deere. Or, but anyway, one of the big boys came along. Yep, liked the patent, um, took the plans away with them and in uh, ended up manufacturing it themselves, putting in a patent, and they took all the credit for it and got all the money. Um, he didn't have, unfortunately, Grandad didn't have um, the money to take them to court over it, so he never got any recognition for it. But I've actually got copies of his patent. Um, we were looking into um, trying to get something back from the company, but, I mean... Who knows what that would cost to go to court over these wow. days? So. Imagine a hundred years yeah. later, you file a lawsuit against them. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. What, what an amazing story, Deborah. It's it's uh, it's it's a it's a it's even to hear. It, I found myself getting frustrated listening yeah. to it. It's so unfair, and you still got the original designs in the patent. Yes, yeah. There was a big story done. He he lived in at the time he was in uh, Nil over in the Wimmera. Um, and they did a big story um, in the paper after he'd passed away as well. It's so hard, isn't it, to live with that kind of frustration about something denied from you, which has come from your uh, own creativity? Yeah, look, they took years, you know, building, you know, until they came up with something that worked, and then to have your plan stolen and someone else getting all the recognition and the money. But it changed. It was such a, a big thing of the agricultural revolution, mm. which... Farming still uses those combine harvester to this very day all Certainly over the world. Do. Certainly do. I'm not helping, am I? Sorry, Deborah, I'm making it worse. I'm going, no, you'd be, <laughs> you wouldn't be needing to call us. You'd be a billionaire yourself. And Oh, look, I could be, yeah. <laughs> oh, Deborah, amazing story. Yeah. Thank you very much for giving us a call, mate. Thank you. Bye. The Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show, Melbourne's Gold 104.3.